And you said <laughs> when transitioning to a raw vegan diet that you first focus on your breakfast and then you focus on your breakfast and your lunch and then don't worry about dinner. And you said, and I quote, have KFC for dinner. <laughs> my question. <laughs> okay. What is your question? Hello and welcome to the Evolving with Jessica podcast. My name is Jessica. I am an integrative nutrition health coach, a holistic skin healing guide, and certified life coach. In this podcast, we cover topics such as holistic health and wellness, nutrition, and spirituality. If you enjoy or gain any insight, please leave a review. This makes the show more searchable, which helps others find the information too. This week on the podcast, I am welcoming back my dear friend Jeanette D'Onofrio for a special two-part episode. I just love this woman. If you are familiar with her content, you know that she is empowering, kind, and has an amazing sense of humor. We crossed paths online a couple years ago and we became friends and I learned a lot from her during my time experimenting with a raw vegan diet. Jeanette is the author of The Raw Vegan Beauty Book, along with many other groundbreaking books and courses inside of the plant-based living foods community. She is extremely passionate about sharing her experience and knowledge of a fruit-based raw vegan lifestyle, which she has been following for the past 12 years. Since 2011, Jeanette has naturally healed her cystic acne, chronic fatigue, migraines, IBS, eczema, and depression, and lost over 50 pounds and more. In this friendly conversation, we listed off the foods that we avoid and why, and then we just flowed, touching on various aspects of a healthy diet and lifestyle. It ended up being almost a two-hour interview, so definitely make sure to come back next week for part two. Also, for more from Jeanette, check out the description for all of her links and also for lots of free goodies from both of us. And enjoy part one of this episode. Jeanette D'Onofrio, <laughs> I'm so happy to have you back. Let's start off with a little game because I know we both avoid certain foods, even though we have differing diets, I know that we avoid a lot of the same things. So I thought it would be very interesting to talk about what we avoid and why. I'll let you start. Oh yeah, let's go, baby. So I avoid dead animal body parts. <laughs> You're right, I had to. Um, I got to stay on brand, Jess. So basically I avoid those things because they're dead. And I'm a raw vegan because I like to eat things that are alive because I want to feel alive. And you know, they say you are what you eat. So like if you eat a dead animal's body part, you're going to feel dead. So that's the first thing I avoid. <laughs> okay. So I guess there, there are some things that we don't agree on. However, <laughs> uh, that is probably like our one the one factor that's really 
the only I think that's the only food that we don't agree on yeah probably probably we eat very similar like I miss you so much like yeah I mean I don't know anybody else that eats as healthy as you and me yes we're both very conscious about everything that we put into our bodies so I know for me gluten that's been out of my diet for years and you too and oh yeah when is last time you had gluten gluten gosh 2018 2008 boo 2008 literally I have I'm so sorry it's not about me right now but I have a um ticket to celebrity jeopardy I have it somewhere in my archives that was the last day I had gluten (laughs) and it was like October something 2008 okay okay so you were on set of jeopardy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I saw Celebrity Jeopardy with um it was like Regis Philbin and like two other celebrities. I forgot. Was it still when so it was still when Alex Trebek was alive? Yes, I did meet Alex Trebek. I know Whoa. everybody's man crush Monday. <laughs> no, what's so ironic about that is when I lived in Los Angeles, I worked at a restaurant, a well, this is funny, <laughs> a steakhouse. And of course, um, <laughs> he, he came in. A lot of celebrities came there because it was high end. It was brand new, and he came in, and I sat him at his table. And so, like, I actually got to talk with him on the way to the table. And I was so excited to tell my dad because my dad wa- has watched Jeopardy every single night of his life, mine since I was born. So yeah, we both met Alex Trebek. We just how was he? Uh, he was so sweet. I, I can't like that. Exactly what he said, but he was funny. Yeah, he I was really... there for his daughter's birthday. There's nothing worse than meeting people and then they're being mean or nasty, and you're just like, you're ugly now. You know, like you're yeah. like I. You're just. It's all about the way people treat strangers. Mm. So I'm. I really like that. But yeah. Oh my god, we both met him. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I can tell everybody listening. I've met Jeanette in real life, and. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let <Ooh>. you <laughs> no. who's hotter Alex Trebek or Misfit Vegan <laughs> meaning like who's nicer to who the- has worse breath no like um yeah <laughs> yeah uh, who pees more per hour Alex Trebek or Misfit Vegan <laughs> of um, course what is in your bottle by the way it's just water it's just distilled water but I love this bottle it says root for your damn self Wow, it almost looks like a fast food cup. Oh, yeah, almost. (laughs) I like it. Okay, so I said gluten. What's the food that you avoid? uh, Yeah, definitely gluten. So that'll be that for sure. I will not eat gluten. Um, Although studies say that it's actually the GMO gluten that causes major issues, not the actual, you know, but either way, gluten is glue in Latin. I'm good on that. yeah, I won't be eating that ever again. I next thing I avoid after animal products and gluten, uh, processed. Let okay, let me go with oil. I'm gonna go with the ones that like you know it's not obvious. So oil, I avoid oil uh, at all costs. Okay, the only time I might have oil, oil, all oil, just to clarify, all oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. oil all oil. The only time I'll have oil 
is if I go to a raw vegan restaurant, which is very rare, like for birthdays or like holidays, and they have a dressing and they have a raw, like cold pressed oil in the dressing. I'll have it. I won't be happy about it, but I'll have it as long as it's raw, because I truly do not believe we should be consuming cooked oil. When you cook oil, it turns into a trans fat, it becomes rancid, and it really is very detrimental to our health. I see it right away. When I have oil, I mean, back in the day, I was a raw vegan having oil in my pesto, in my dressings, and I had very oily skin and I broke out a lot. So oil affected my skin personally a lot. I know people that have oil, it doesn't affect their skin, but you know, everybody is a little different. So for me, oil is a no-no for me. Yeah, I'd have to agree on that, except um, once in a blue moon, I will do olive oil, but it does have to be organic, uh, extra virgin, cold pressed, and it has to be in a dark glass bottle. There's these different things that you need to check off the list to make sure that they meet these requirements because of everything you just said. And even in restaurants, you have to make sure that they're not cutting it with canola oil because that's what most places do in order to save some money. And they can say, I don't know if it's like a legal thing, if it's like a certain percentage olive oil that they're allowed to say it's olive oil and not disclose that it's canola, canola cut inside of it or cut with it. But you do want to avoid canola and any other seed oil. So if you do opt to do any oils, the healthier oils are olive oil, avocado oil, and coconut oil, as long as they're high quality. But yeah, seed oils, they used to be used for like industrial purposes like they weren't for food or for cooking which I just recently learned it's just mind-blowing yeah there's products out there that should be illegal Jessica and uh, before we get off topic though uh, why the dark bottle for the olive oil I'm very curious yeah that is a great question I don't know if it has to do with um maybe the the composition of it changing with light with sunlight that makes sense. Like it oxidizes perhaps, um, or, or, you know, maybe the heat factor. I just know that you, yeah, oils need to be very, they're very sensitive. They're very sensitive. And so, um, yeah, I want to, I want to look into that more. That's interesting. Your turn, boo. I don't know how like specific we're getting, like, let me, let me hear what you're going to say next. Dairy. But I, all right. I said all animal products. So I'm like, that includes dairy. Yeah. See, that's not okay. fair. <laughs> okay also had all you said all oils but I had seed oils mm, mm, okay yeah dairy <laughs> why do you avoid dairy or maybe perhaps you're not a baby cow well no because <laughs> oh you are about, a baby cow okay <laughs> what about the <laughs> the way I see dairy is it can be a superfood for the right body if they need it so like even babies, when their mother isn't producing breast milk, there's a lot of, um, a lot of mothers will feed their babies goat milk because I don't, I feel like this might be something you may agree on. If the only option is an animal milk or a formula, what would Jeanette, what would Jeanette do? <laughs> I feel like you're Sean Baker trying to trap me um, into saying something. I would personally try my very, very best to purchase human breast milk for my baby. That would, that's what I would do. And there are Facebook groups and like, there are resources for that. So I would do that. 
Uh, if I couldn't do that, I don't know. It would be real tough for me. So I really don't know. Um, so I'm not in that position. So I, I'm not going to judge anyone for what they do because, you know, with babies, I, you don't want to give babies formula, right? <laughs> like babies need human breast milk. The probably the goat milk is probably better, but I would have to, it would have to be from a farm where I see them milking the goat. Like I need to see it. You Maybe know? you buy a goat. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I buy a goat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I have a newborn and a new goat. Great. Thanks. Or to be healthy. Um, yeah, but dairy, I mean, while it's great for some people in some situations, I know it's very good for clearing eczema. They make a lot of products out of goat's milk for like soaps and things like that for the skin. However, if you have acne or cystic acne or anything like that, it feeds strep bacteria. And a lot of people have strep living in their bodies. And so if you have dairy at all, it's going to feed it and it's going to grow and it's going to cause all these different issues. Um, I mean, ranging from like strep throat to skin issues to UTIs, all types of infections and things that and they'll, they'll continue to get worse. Wow. Yeah. But that's why I don't, because I had acne and yes, yeah, I was, I was eating, you know, eggs and cheese for breakfast and I didn't know I was feeding it. Yeah. Um, okay. My next one, I definitely don't eat dairy either. Obviously my next one is I'm going to say processed sugar slash processed foods, like anything that is, there's a chemical, anything that in, contains an ingredient. So I'm putting two things in one, Jess. I hope that's okay. Anything that contains an ingredient that I don't know what it is, like citric acid, it's not citrus because if it was citrus, it would say lemon juice. Okay. Like it's citric acid. You look it up. You, you do the research. It's black mold from GMO corn. Okay. And but there's I'm a lot ascorbic acid. Yeah. That's another one that we don't know what it is. It could be all types of things. And what we do know is it's a preservative to keep things from going bad. Personally, I don't eat absorbic acid, but that's a great question. Cause I see it in a lot of things. I see it in a lot of health foods. There's this fruit Goya makes these fruit frozen fruit packs with like mame. It's just mame sapote and ascorbic acid or soursop and ascorbic acid. And I'm just like, damn. So yeah. I had it once in a, I had it once in a, what, this blue moon that you speak of. <laughs> I had it once in a blue moon a while ago, but now I just, I'm so against it because I just think it's so unfair the way that they sell products and they're allowed to sell things without telling us exactly what it is. And we, you do the research and you know, there's so many articles saying it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. And those are like paid for by, you know, the big companies that, make these chemicals. So I don't, I don't currently consume anything that I don't know what it is. If I don't know what it is, like if I cannot recognize that ingredient, I won't eat it. I don't care if it's a superfood in there or not. I don't care. So I won't do that. To me, that's anything processed. Okay. And then I won't do processed sugar because it's just like, I'm eating an abundance of sweets. Why do I need, you know, I'm eating lots and lots of fruit. Why do I need to go to the processed sugar to get my sweet fix? You know, I'm getting my sweet fix all day long. If I want something sweet, go in the fridge, get some grapes. 
I get some strawberries. I get some oranges, mangoes, you know, rambutan. I make some nice cream. I don't need to. And if I absolutely need something to add to a recipe, I'll always use dates or maple syrup. And so maple syrup is like the most processed thing that I eat personally, I think, um, until I look into exactly how it's made. But it's one ingredient. I will add too that Jeanette also gets her sugar from real sugar, sugar cane. And I've sugar cane juice. Yeah. Juice with Jeanette. Yeah. So that's real sugar. Yeah. And you know what? I've actually been drinking less and less of that, I got to say, because, well, you know, it didn't sit right with me, even though it is healthy, but it's just like you can't eat it. Like you can't really eat sugarcane. Like you can eat an orange. So I'm like, okay, orange juice feels a little bit better. The sugarcane juice, it's more of a treat because it's just like, and I'm not saying you're ever going to get any negative side effects, but I just feel like, I don't know, it is, you know, it's got to be processed a little bit. It's got to be juiced, you know, whereas like a watermelon or an orange or coconut, you know, you can drink it on its own. You don't need to put it through a machine, but sugarcane juice, so delicious, highly recommended if you can get it. Yeah. That's so interesting. I've never thought about that because yeah, you can't actually just eat sugar cane like you can't can you I'm not that yeah you can peel it like you can cut the skin off but it's just like so hard to chew on and like you can never like get it like you can't enjoy it the way you enjoy the juice like it's just so impossible it's so hard and so I don't know I don't think we're supposed to be really like eating it or like juicing it personally you know there's a lot of like things that we're doing that like we probably should have never been doing and being a raw vegan, you know, just in general. Um, but like being a raw vegan, I try to live the most natural life in the most unnatural world, you know, and I think you do that too. You know, I see you, you're trying to live the most natural way in, in a very toxic, unnatural world. So we do our best. And they're making it harder and harder to do it. Like it's like a luxury to be healthy. And speaking, yes, it of, is. speaking of ingredients that, you know, you look out for and that you don't eat. So many of those ingredients are not legal in other countries. Like it amazes me that, you know, America, everybody has the American dream. And like, this is like, you know, first world country and where most of the world wants to be. When in other countries, you can go there and you can eat and feel great after you eat. And here it's like, what are they putting in our food? And that's the big question mark. And including like natural flavors, that's over a hundred different, that's like an umbrella term for over a hundred different ingredients that they don't have to disclose. It's literally just like natural. So if you see natural flavoring on anything, I avoid that. It's not natural, right? Like for sure, because, because that's the thing, Jessica, like you're so right. And I love how you said that. Let's talk about that later. It's a luxury to be healthy. That is so true. And I love how you worded that, but let me just say that, um, if it was natural, like these companies want to promote the healthy, natural things in their products. Like you Mm -hmm. ever see a product and it's like super toxic, but on the front, it says with real strawberries but it's like, you know, like super crappy food for kids, but like they want to promote it. So if it was real natural shit, then it would say it, it would say it because they'd be so like happy to promote that, but it's not. That's why they're hiding it. 
in the words natural flavors and they're so smart, but like we got to be smarter than these big companies. So thank you, Jessica, for what you're doing because you're helping people open their eyes to know because knowledge is power and uh, we need to know what is going on here with our foods. I think that's where it started for me first. So it's, I think it's important to bring awareness to it because when I started becoming conscious of my health and what I was consuming, I looked at those products and thought, okay, this is a step in the right direction. And I would look at them and they would say like natural, um, you know, like healthy, whatever these words are that they're allowed to stamp on the bottle or on the box that don't actually have any real meaning. And the thing is, is like, I'm in marketing. Like I learned all this, but I didn't know that that was like a legal thing you're allowed to do. That's why it's important to look for something that says that it's organic and to turn the label over and to actually read and understand what it is. And if you don't understand the words, then yeah, just don't buy it. (laughs) Can I tell you what happened the other day in Costco? I wish you were there so bad. So I was making a video of like, I make a lot of videos as you know. Yeah, I was I was making a video and I, I, I video a lot that I don't even use because I'm just always doing content, always looking for things to do and and, you know, share with the world. So I was filming the ingredients in this almond milk and I was talking about it and I was like, look at this. There's 20 ingredients in this almond milk, guys. What is this? What is this? And like somebody literally came next to me and grabbed like two cases while I'm filming this what? and like. I'm like, I'm like shouting this. I'm like, what the fuck is in this guys? What is this ingredient? And then the person's just like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." like they don't even like, it's just like a lot of people are just like really in denial of the fact that it's possible that a place like Costco could sell something that could be hurtful to us. Like that can't be legal, but it is what it is. Or they're just sleepwalking. Like they don't. Yeah, they're sleepwalking or they just, I just don't think we, I just don't think humans, like I, I try to go back to before I was healthy, right, Jess? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I used to eat Pop-Tarts. I used to eat all these things. And I don't think I ever looked at the ingredients. Like you don't look at them because like, well, that's not where your consciousness is. You know, you're just like, oh, this tastes good. I'm eating this. Like, it's just mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna poop it out. Like, what's the big deal? You eat it, you poop it out. But like, what we don't understand is that everything becomes us. Like our hair, our, our, our skin, our teeth, our everything, every organ, every blood platelet is made from what we've eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. whoa, that's, that's like a lot of pressure. And when I found that out, I was just like, uh, I got to pay attention to what I'm eating. And it's a luxury you know, that I get to, it's a luxury that I get to, but like, I have the means to do it. And everyone watching this probably has the means to pay attention to what they're eating and buy the things that are going to make them healthier. And so it's just like, why wouldn't we do that? You know? Right. Awareness is key. And once you know, to what is, what is the quote? You'll know this, um, to know and not do is to not know at all. Well, knowledge is okay. Wait, Ooh, might have to okay. knowledge is knowing wisdom is doing Mm. Mm. now i don't know if that was the quote you you wanted but i gave it to you boo i got you boo you know i got you on the quotes what was the first part knowledge is knowing knowledge is knowing wisdom is doing well see knowledge and knowing knowing is like in the word knowledge 
okay, well, you don't have to break it down like that. We were just supposed to move on. We were, that was going to be, I was going to save the day and we were just going to move on. But knowledge is knowing, meaning like you learn something. All right. You know it. Yes. But wisdom is doing. Wisdom is applied to knowledge. Yeah. And by the way, knowledge is not power. Act like doing something with that knowledge is the power. I just want to point that out because so many people know what to do. All my clients know what to do, but they Mm -hmm. can't do it. Why? Well, that's another story, you know, because we self-sabotage because of many different reasons, but like, who doesn't know how to get healthy? Who doesn't know how to lose weight? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Information is there for us now. Like there's no excuse because if you want to, it's literally all there. We have for free. Yes. For free. And going back to what you're saying about, um, food is information like food is literal information and we are taking that in like our dna we are taking that into every cell of our bodies yes i was gonna say i'm sorry but like i don't want to forget because like for people like jess and maybe me that want to have kids one day that's important Like, that's really important. Your baby is going to be made up of the things you're eating. Like today, like today, not the day you get pregnant today. Mm -hmm. So like, this is really, really important. Maybe you're not eating healthy for you. Maybe you're eating healthy for your future children. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, stop making it all about you. Or maybe you're like me and you're eating healthy because like, well, your family's not here to eat healthy anymore. And you want to honor them through your choices, or maybe you're eating healthy because you don't want any animals to die for your meals. And you're, you're doing that to prove a point that no animals have to, if you want to be vegan, you don't have to eat animals. You know, like there's so many people on the internet right now, just that are so scared to be vegan and scared to be raw. And I just like filmed a bunch of videos about it because it's like, now we're being scared. You know, we're being, um, like, we're being told that like eating fruit and vegetables is not enough. Like it's not enough. You're going to, you know, be like malnutrition, mal what's that word? Malnourished. And you're going to starve. And it's just like, no, that's not how it works. This is the, this is the main nutrition. Okay. Fruit and vegetables is where all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients are. Even though I'm not vegan, I don't like that people are scared of trying a vegan diet. I believe in all different diets and you know, whatever you're called to trying, try it. I think that's the best way to find things out is just experiment on yourself. As long as it's healthy, as long as you're avoiding these foods that we're going over right now, then- Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I (laughs) I forgot about that. Uh, (laughs) Who's, um, whose turn is it? It's like a big, uh, what's it called? It's your turn. Cause I said processed foods and processed sugars. Okay. Yes. Okay. I do have one left to share, but- I just want to, I just want to go on a tiny little rant about that because if you do feel called to, you know, trying a raw vegan diet or just a vegan diet or anything or anything like that, you should, I mean, listen to your body and don't worry about what other people say or different fears that people put in place. I mean, I did it when it felt right for me. And I think it did do a lot of good for my body. And there's, you know, different, different bodies need different diets at different times. So I just wanted to put that out there. 
Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I don't know if it's like for everyone to be raw for life. Like, I don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's working for me, but I didn't put the word raw in my name on Instagram or YouTube because I truly don't know if I'll be raw for life. If I don't feel good anymore, if I stop, like, if I start craving cooked food, then I'm going to eat healthy cooked food. I'm letting you guys know right now. I'm not committed to being raw for life. I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going to be, but I'm committed to being vegan for life, not raw, because maybe I will want or need cooked food in the future, some sweet potatoes or steamed kale or whatever, healthy cooked food. You know, Jess, she, I, she always makes healthy cooked food. And like, I've eaten some of her cooked food before. Like she made pumpkin once, you know, and I'm pretty sure I had some in my salad because it's just like, it's a, first of all, pumpkins are fruit and it was baked, no oil, no crap, no like salt. You know what I mean? So like, to me, that's, I consider that healthy food, any fruit, any vegetable, any nut, any seed, we can't demonize these things. You know, I have a lot of people that are asking me a lot of questions about the raw food diet every day. It's like, is this not okay? Is cashews okay? Is this, don't demonize any fruit, vegetable, nut, or seed. You know, if you can only find seedless watermelon, then eat the seedless watermelon. It's going to give you so much more nutrition than a bag of chips or some, you know, state, you know, uh, donuts or whatever people eat for breakfast, bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what I mean? Like eat the healthiest thing you can find. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know where I'm going, but I just wanted you, I wanted to add that. Yes. Thank you for adding that. Um, I found with the watermelon thing, I will avoid it unless it is seeded just because my body like can tell me too, but I think that's because we've been eating this way for so long. So those little nuances matter. But if you are coming from a place where it is like a bag of chips or a watermelon, then obviously get the seedless watermelon. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, women can't really go back in lifestyle. So once you have seeded watermelon, you're just like, oh, I'm like royalty now. I cannot go back to eating like the pauper food, you know, whatever. Um, but um, like I, if I had to, I would eat seedless watermelon. I just don't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to. I, there's 20 minutes away. There's a place for seeded watermelon. Gosh, do you so. remember last year, the, the, the lengths that we went to try to find one and they weren't anywhere. We drove, we spent hours, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we asked let's tell that story let's tell that whole story one day and okay. um like walmart the whole thing okay continue yeah. let's okay. not so, <laughs> story for another day um <laughs> all right so the last food on my list which is <laughs> nuts and seeds okay this is for this is for wait if- nuts and seeds no 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 almost okay so if you have gut issues If you're experiencing gut issues or anything um, with your digestive system, you want to avoid legumes, nuts, and oats. Okay. Because they can irritate it. But I mean, if we're just talking health-wise, yeah, I mean, those are definitely, I ate those a lot when I transitioned from not being self-aware of my food choices to being more healthy then I was consuming chickpeas and beans and stuff. Like I put them in a big salad. I wasn't eating nuts because I did have different allergy tests that said different things. So I wasn't sure if I was allergic to them, but nuts can be great, especially if you make your own like nut milk. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody the other day made me pumpkin seed milk. It was pumpkin seed, cinnamon, uh, oh, dates, 
pumpkin seeds, cinnamon, dates, and something else. But you would have loved it. It was wow. so good. Vanilla yeah. powder, maybe? Uh, that would be good in it. I wrote it down. I, no, I don't know what it was, but it was good. Um, okay, so now, yeah, I pretty much said all my, oh, sorry. Do you have anything else that you avoid? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say I avoid, you know, I, I pretty much named it all. So processed foods, animal products, um, you know, like anything processed, processed sugar. We didn't really talk about salt. So let me just say real quick, I don't eat any salt except because I was arguing with somebody today. She was like, do you eat salt? I said, no. She goes, I saw you make a dressing with mustard on your YouTube channel and there's salt in that mustard. I looked it up. Why did she ask? Anyway, okay, listen. Yes, sometimes I put, I have this organic mustard that's literally like turmeric, mustard seed, spices, apple cider vinegar, and salt. Yes. I sometimes put this in my dressing because I like the way it tastes. I love mustard. I like this little kick. I didn't do it for like seven years. When I was raw, six, seven years, I was perfect for the first six, seven years. Perfect. Okay. Like I'm talking about like everything was organic. Everything was hundred percent raw, no salt, no nothing. Okay. Yeah. I was doing oil. Cause I thought that was raw and I thought it was healthy, but like, as far as my standards go, I was hundred percent and I was perfect and it didn't really lead to me having a, a good time being a raw vegan. I got to say being so strict. I couldn't eat jackfruits. I couldn't eat soursop. It wasn't organic. I couldn't eat all these tropical fruits. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. And I was just like, it, it didn't work out for me because I was just like so limited. So after I, you know, had a, a thing with the dentist, okay, after six years being raw, I went to the dentist. She was like, your teeth are horrible. What is going on? And I realized that I wasn't doing the diet right. I was eating lots of dried fruit. Okay. Um, and I was eating it as meals because it was the only thing I could find that was organic and it was always ripe and it was always in season. And even in New York, freezing cold New York. Um, and, uh, you know, I do, sorry, easy on the go, easy on the go. I was a busy person. I was very important. I was a CEO and I was like, you know, I didn't, I couldn't carry watermelons around town. You know, I couldn't juice every day. I didn't have time for that. I worked literally 7am to 11pm every day. And, um, except Sunday and I worked on Sunday, like from home. So anyway, long story short is I tried to do the diet perfect and I couldn't, and I didn't. So then I started relaxing a little bit and having some toasted nori and having some mustard and having some maple syrup sometimes relaxing, meaning like I still had my boundaries. You see a lot of people, they relax after a few years, and then they like relax so much that they're eating French fries and waffles and meat substitutes, you know, tofu or whatever, right? Like they're eating things that they, they know aren't healthy. And I'm not saying tofu isn't healthy for some people, but it's just not for me. It's a processed food, right? So anyway, um, the point of this whole story is that um, I just feel so much better now. And yeah, I have some salt in the mustard and I will have toasted nori sometimes and I will have maple syrup sometimes. And I'm sure there's some other things. Oh, like roasted pistachios or roasted like tahini with roasted sesame seeds. Like I'm not that crazy anymore because I realized like if I'm gonna do this for life, I'm gonna have to be a little bit more lenient on the things that I can eat and I can't eat, you know, cause you can't be perfect, but you can be committed to health still. So, um, you know, I just, I tried to teach people that cause it's just a, such a fine line, Jess, 
where like you want to be perfect. And if you're not perfect, you're just going to be off the rails. You know, it's either zero or a hundred. And it's like, I had to learn that. No, I, there's some things that I can eat that I don't fully think they're super healthy. Like, no, I wish the mustard didn't have salt, but like that little bit of salt is fine. It's not gonna do anything. It doesn't make me feel bloated. It doesn't make me feel puffy. Like if I had a shitload, if I added salt to food, yeah, I would wake up the next day. I'd look just like my before photo. Okay. <laughs> like in one day, Jess. Okay. So like, I just want people to understand that you can't like be perfect, but you can absolutely be healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with salt. If I have a lot of salt, then I just like puff up. Where are before photos? Right. <laughs> yeah. Just retain all of the water. And, but now it's, it's funny that you say that though, because I, in the past like couple weeks, I've used salt two or three times. And that's that before that was super rare for me. I would only probably use it maybe like twice a year for the last several years. And cause I just thought I don't need it anymore. Like I didn't feel like I was missing anything and I would, I would use Atlantic dulse. Yes. So, you know, like natural salt, like from the ocean. So that's what I used. And, but recently I just, I had a couple of meals where I'm like, let me throw a little bit of salt on it and just see. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not saying I'll never do that again either. Uh, you know, right now, yeah, I'm doing the dulse flakes. I really like them, especially when I make like a Caesar dressing, Jess. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It, it helps the dressing taste just like Caesar dressing. So I love the dulse flakes personally. Um, but like, again, if I want to make a caramel, which is dates, vanilla bean, and some salt, I will do that. And I won't feel guilty about it because it's like, it's a once in a while thing. And I don't see the side effect. There's no negative side effects to me. Now, if I did that every single day, if I added salt every day to my food, um, you know, I got to say, I'd probably become addicted to it again. And it probably wouldn't be good for me uh, because salt is very addicting. Sugar, salt, and oil. These are three of the most stimulating things on earth. So we really don't want to, if you're a food addict or a former food addict, you really don't want to have these in your diet. Processed sugar, you know, salt, and oil. They're very stimulating. So they make you overeat. So that's another reason why I don't use salt because it makes everything taste so good. You want to eat more and more and more and more of it. Yeah. Did you know McDonald's French fries has all three of those things? Wait, it has sugar. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Where's the sugar? It has like three different forms of salt, I believe. And one of, and one of them has aluminum. And then one of them is like part sugar. I definitely didn't know that. That's why they're so like, you know, they were my favorite thing on earth. They were truly my favorite thing. Yeah. Addicting. (laughs) Um, But okay. Speaking of dressings, have you ever used, this is one I've done recently, or I've been doing recently frozen peas, like just heating them up a little bit and then blending them with garlic and some herbs and some lemon. You definitely got that from me. What? You definitely got that from me, Jess. I've been doing that for years. Really? This is the first time that I've like made a dressing with peas. I call it guacamole. I make guacamole all the time. Jess. Oh, no, that medical medium does that. Yeah, but wait, I, I came to your house and you had it ready for me. Okay, yeah, you're right. But I, just, I was using it as like a guac, but I wasn't. Medical using medium got it from me. I just I want you to know that. He channeled me. But anyway, yeah, I love it. 
I'm obsessed. It's amazing. It's like hummus. It's so freaking good. And yeah, you can make it into guacamole or just like just said. So what do you do? You do peas, garlic, some herbs. Yeah. And some that's lemon it. Or lime. And you can also, when I heat up on the stove, I'll put like the garlic in it. So the garlic heats up with it and, or not the, yeah, on the stove. And then I'll sometimes do some onion. Oh, with- I got to do that because I usually just let it defrost on the counter, but I'm not against like heating up, you know, like peas and I'm going to put some onion and garlic in. Oh my God. I bet it's so freaking good. And I dip like cucumbers in it or red bell, pe- um, like the mini peppers, or you can put it on a sweet potato. I bet it's amazing. Or you can mix it in your salad. Yes. Like, the peas. Amazing. I love peas. It's one of the only vegetables that I eat. I love them. Yeah. Peas are great. They're very versatile. Yes. Um, okay. Let me get to some of these questions. Cause I think we finish our different foods that we avoid but we'll play another game later on. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, but those yeah. are the main ones. <laughs> That's a good place to start. Okay, um, let's see. I recently watched an interview that you did with our friend, Awa, and you said <laughs> when transitioning to a raw vegan diet, that you first focus on your breakfast and then you focus on your breakfast and your lunch and then don't worry about dinner. And you said, and I quote, have KFC for dinner. <laughs> my question. <laughs> okay. What is your question? question is <laughs> if you ate raw vegan, <laughs> if you ate raw vegan all day, then have KFC for dinner. Wouldn't that be even worse than simply eating a healthy plant-based diet all the time? Or it, like, it sounds like if you just get through the day, then you can binge on anything at night. And wouldn't that make it harder the next day and lead to more cravings? That concludes this episode. If this resonated with you, please give it a rating and review. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Links are in the show notes. I sincerely thank you for your time and your presence.